The Good Life with Danny Yamashiro. The Good Life with Danny Yamashiro. Welcome to The Good Life, where we offer hope in the face of life's challenges by providing encouragement with inspirational stories to share. How does a vibrant woman of faith who continues to touch lives with the love of Jesus navigate an unexpected change in life, one that would sideline most people? This is the story of Suzanne Maurer. The good life comes to you from the heart of Jesus Christ. The love of Jesus so strong that he died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and rose again on the third day, offering God's hope. Suzanne Maurer served as the co-host of the Good Life Hawaii radio podcast. Her voice heard nationwide, a Bible study leader and women's, women's retreat speaker. She was the Christian education teacher at Kamehameha Schools Kapalama, the elementary school, affectionately known as Kahu Kukana. She partnered with Charlie and Sachi Jones with Executive Ministries to produce the documentary Courage to Live, the story of Charlie and Lucy Wittemeyer, and produced the music CD, Leo Nahe Nahe by Malia Ka'ai. Suzanne is married to Roland, a retired dentist. As we begin our show, a word of appreciation to our sponsors. Thank you to Dr. Jeffrey K. Miyazawa of Windward Family Dentistry. Dr. Kerry Ishihara, Michael Beasley of Kayani, Fran Vilarmia Kahavai of Lighthouse Realty, Chinen and Arinaga Financial Group Incorporated, A1A Electrician, Orthopedic Surgeon Dr. Calvin Oishi. To find out how to become a sponsor, click partners at thegoodlifewithdanny.com. And now, I hope you enjoy. The Good Life. Suzanne, welcome back to our show. Oh, aloha, Danny. What a joy to be with you today. Praise the Lord. It is truly good to hear your voice, Suzanne. Do you know, Suzanne, that your media ministry has touched people across the United States and around the world? All praise and glory to our Lord and Savior, Jesus, Danny. Let's give him all the credit. And I'm so thankful. Your sweet voice of wisdom and strength. Suzanne, why did the phrase, God's power for Maurer, come into effect? Well, we have each year an ALS walk 
at the end of September in Honolulu. And that walk is to raise money for research and helping uh, patients in Hawaii that have Lou Gehrig's disease. And I have actually done the walk many years with Lucy Wiedemeyer in honor of Charlie Wiedemeyer, never dreaming that I would have Lou Gehrig's disease. But when it was diagnosed this last December, it was time for me to put together a team for the walk. And I prayed about it, and it just literally came to me, God's power from our, because that's what's sustaining me. And so that was the team name for our walk in September. What were the results of the God's Powerful Mauer movement? Well, God is very, very gracious. We raised a little over $9,700 as our team, which was astonishing since this was our first year. And we did it without any other fundraising. Some of the teams have golf tournaments or different events to raise money. But this was just the Lord himself laying on people's hearts that they wanted to donate to this wonderful organization. Suzanne, when you, when you got the word that you had Lou Gehrig's disease, what was your response? Well, my husband and I were there together, and my doctor, Dr. Kurahashi, first asked me, well, excuse me, he did say that he believed it was Lou Gehrig's disease, and he asked me if I had ever thought that that might be my problem. And I said, never. It never crossed my mind. But I said, Dr. Kurahashi, do you know of Charlie Wiedemeyer? And he said, no, I don't. And I'm surprised, Danny, because he's a Punahou grad, but he was too young for Charlie. So I said, well, did you know Peggy Chun? And he said, oh, yes, I knew Peggy and her son, Eric. Well, of course, I spent most of my adult life helping Charlie and uh, helping Peggy and Eric and even others who had Lou Gehrig's disease. So to be perfectly honest with you, I I wasn't uh, alarmed. I have to uh, share with your listeners that many times in my adult life, I'm 82 years old. I've had a wonderful, fabulous life. So I've asked the Lord if he would allow me an illness that would let me radiate the depth of my faith in him so that he and I could increase his kingdom on the journey. And interestingly, I just shared that the day before at my Bible study. One of the gals had said she's fearful of death and she wants to die in her sleep. And I shared, I'm the opposite. And I shared that with her. And as only our Lord would work, the very next day I got the diagnosis that would give me the opportunity to have no fear, to put my complete trust in Christ 
and share him until the day he takes me home. Some people, when they hear of a diagnosis like the one you received, the results can be devastating. But your perspective on the condition, your perspective of yourself and what you're doing, what what you were going to do, and there was a thread of what your life was like before. How has God spoken to you uniquely, Suzanne, in this season of your life? He has blessed me with the gift of the peace that passes all understanding. And it's an absolute gift from the Lord. I have to this day not had a trace of fear. Uh, Danny, I have learned that we serve a preparatory God. And he has prepared me for this through years. And the cute thing was the response of Dr. Korahashi, because he was dumbfounded to have me not have any negative or fearful reaction. And if I may share, the next week when we went back, I took DVDs of all three of the documentaries of Charlie's life, one which was what you had mentioned, Courage to Live, the story of Charlie and Lucy Wiedemeyer that I was blessed to produce. And then I took Charlie's book, and I took two prints from Peggy Chun, uh, uh, watercolor prints, to him as a gift And I think that he would like to have more patients like me. Hmm. I believe he would. I believe he would. And so would many other doctors. But it's just a gift. That's what... uh, uh, Let me see if this is an appropriate time in our visit to share this. But two things that God has blessed me with. Every morning before I get out of bed, I say the prayer, Lord, please melt me and mold me and fill me to overflowing with the power and the anointing of your Holy Spirit that you would delight in using me and that you would increase, together will increase your kingdom. And then I have read the word of God every day of my life since October of 1981. And I'm convinced, Danny, that those two things have been life-changing for me. And so to be perfectly honest, I live my life expecting to be used by God because that's my prayer. Mm. Uh, An expectation. Uh, daily prayer, yeah. a daily expectation, a walking in, 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 in the anticipation of, of God moving, working. In what way, Suzanne, have you witnessed you. the Holy Spirit moving in the hearts of people around you? Yes, I have just started um, 
with Jesus' help, putting my book together. And a part of the rewards aspect of my book will be stories of my Hanai kids. By God's grace, Mm -hmm. I've adopted over 100 Hanai, mostly kids, with my heart. And so most of them, I've been used by God to impact their lives for Christ. But it can also be at the grocery store with a smile. Um, When people ask me how I am, I say I'm blessed by the best, and so are you. And that causes people to pause. They're not used to that response. And so it can be through a phone call. Um, I've had wonderful speaking opportunities. I'm so thankful for the time we've had together and this time today. So I'm very excited about this book because it's going to share how God is using me and answering my prayer. I want to talk about the book in a few minutes, Suzanne. In fact, I want to go into as much detail as you you desire in a few minutes. Okay. But I, I want to talk about the Hanai kids that you uh-huh. that you have. I, I think there are are people who have maybe when you had 50, you had to expand because there were more kids that wanted you to be wanted to be Hanai by you. But would you share a bit about what that was like, how that came about, Suzanne Maurer with Well, it actually, yeah. It actually came about back in 1967 when I was teaching school at Lance Pope Elementary School in Waimanalo. And I had uh, Jeffrey and then his two cousins, Catherine and Wendy, and I fell in love with these, these three Hawaiian children. I loved all my students, but these three were special. And so we used to bring them home on the weekend, and we'd, we'd go to the beach together. We did lots of fun things with them. So they were my first Hanai kids. And then when Darren was accepted to the basketball team at Stanford, a family in Palo Alto kind of adopted him and took him in. And at that time, Coach Larry Little lived on the same block we did in Mariner's Cove. And so we started going to basketball games, and I thought, we can adopt the basketball team. (laughs) And I didn't adopt all of them. But what would happen is they would say, Mrs. Maurer, can I call you mom? And I would say, well, sure, that puts you in a new category, but yes. And so just over the years, as I was reaching out to help people, especially young people, that question would come up, Mrs. Mauer, may I call you mom? And we're still adding to the list. And it's just, it's just been an amazing joy for me. Especially in today's society. Really tracing back, Suzanne, even the the years gone by, for someone to ask, may I call you mom? There is a there is such a tenderness there. What is it that that, that you think uh, moved so many 
people over the years to to reach out in that way? Well, the other thing that I've learned, Danny, is that God has blessed me with his love for others in my heart. I've been blessed with a very forgiving heart and a very loving heart. And that's no credit to me. It's simply how God has blessed me with that love. And actually, I think a lot more people have it than they realize. But again, with my expectation of having you use me, I, I, I think I come across with uh, that love to people that grasp them and they want to call me mom and all the fun we've had. And these Hanai kids are all over the country, aren't they? Maybe other parts of the world too? A couple, yeah, some of them all over the world. And only one of them ever lived with us. And Roland was grateful for that, I will add. But so it's not like they live with us, but uh, we're in, I'm in really pretty close contact with probably, I would say today, uh, a third of them. And uh, the others at Christmas, a card, but probably a third to a half of them. I'm in regular contact. Now we're going to get to the book. But before that, as a woman of prayer, Suzanne, how has your prayer life grown in this season of, of your day-to-day? -day? Well, there's so much power in prayer, and it's a privilege to pray. And so I just, and I believe he answers prayer. And so uh, with my Bible study, we have specific prayer. I get prayer requests, and um, I am looking for areas of needing prayer. And it's powerful. It's a special time with the Lord. And I'm, I'm very grateful to be a prayer warrior. Suzanne, you introduced Moms in Touch to the Islands. You served on the yes. Hawaiian Islands Ministries, the HIM prayer team. You hosted the inspirational forum of the Hawaii Prayer Breakfast and served as the program director of the Waterhouse Lecture Series, including Nick Vujicic and Victor yes. Marks in Hawaii. You have yes. always been involved in redemptive related projects. Someone might ask, even with ALS, you mentioned some, how would you describe redemptive work today? I, I don't mean to be repetitive, but it all starts with that morning prayer. So I've asked the Lord, to fill me with overflowing the power and anointing of his Holy Spirit. And so I get such joy out of 
these different ministries, and I'm so honored to be a part of it. I'm definitely a networker. So I love connecting people. I love working with groups of people. And uh, it, it, even for me, Danny, it's astonishing when I think of how God has blessed me and how he has used me. Because, um, I mean, each of those different ministries you talked about have been a tremendous blessing. Being with you on the Good Life Radio, I always wanted to be a missionary. And yet my life hasn't allowed that to go to foreign countries. But you allowed that through the radio program. And so God has been so faithful in just the opportunities that he's given me. And, of course, probably my all-time favorite was to be Kahu Kukana, and you said that well at Kamehameha Elementary School. I had 752 keiki that I had the joy of sharing a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and that's about as good as it gets. Well, I was grateful that that my daughter Ali was able to have you, Kahu Kukana, and those to be one of those many that you touched. Suzanne, how do you? Is cope? it okay to say that she, Danny? Is it okay to say she was one of my favorites? Because <laughs> <laughs> she was. Gracious, gracious. Thank you, Suzanne. How do you cope with pain? Danny, I don't really have pain. I'm not in pain with this. But if you mean like a heartbreak or a disappointment, uh, an emotional pain, I just go to the Lord. I just kind of run to him and the beauty is when you have the Holy Spirit live in you you're never alone for the rest of your life I was able to share that with the keiki and so anything that's happening to me is happening to Jesus in me so we're a team and so I I really just turn inward and draw on the Holy Spirit and I take the Lord's Prayer very seriously when he says, forgive me when I pray, forgive me of my sins and those who have sinned against me. And so that forgiving heart that he's given me, um, that helps me a lot with dealing with pain. So I really, I don't experience a lot of pain. My pain would be more like uh, if someone uh, I'm praying for and they don't win and they end up passing away, or if a tragedy happens to another person, um, that's very painful. But again, we have a choice. Do we try and solve it and call a friend, or do we go to the Lord? And I try to really just go to the Lord and and talk with him and how did you feel about that, Jesus? What do you think we should do? And everything is we. And um, so it's, it's been very successful for me. Hmm. 
I mean, if when you, you first asked the question, just, when you first asked the question, I thought, I don't have any pain. <laughs> so it's not something I dwell on for sure. If you were to write a book about your life, what yes. title would you give to it? If the publisher would let me, I'd like to title it Blessed in all capital letters from rape to redemption to rewards because that's the journey the Lord has taken me through. And uh, our listeners don't all know about my date rape when I was 19, but I, I gave birth to a little boy. And 20 years, that little boy gave me a Bible for my 40th birthday that changed my life forever. But that's how it all starts, from rape to um, redemption to rewards. Will you give us a, a snapshot, a sliver even, Suzanne, of what redemption would say? And then, of course, what rewards would say. Just a sliver. Yes. Well, the redemption came for me from uh, counseling from Mel Yukimoto of the need for forgiveness. So I needed to forgive the boy that date raped me. I needed to forgive my parents because they forced me to marry him, which is uh, uh, quite a chapter in the book. And then I needed to forgive myself. And so I actually still have the letter I wrote to the uh, boy that date raped me that I ended up having to marry. And we were married for about five years and it did end up in divorce. And years later, I wrote to him and asked his forgiveness for divorcing him because I wasn't a Christian at the time. But I said, I can't say I regret it. I have a wonderful life, and I know you do too. But had I known Christ, I wouldn't have divorced you. And so it's, it's fun that I still have that letter. And that was part of the redemption. And then... Uh, forgiving my parents, and even forgiving myself, because I was very hard on myself that I had put myself in a position that that could even happen. But then the rewards you have listed, all the different ministries that God has allowed me to be a part of, it's such an honor. And having all these Sinai kids, plus my wonderful Roland, Danny, we celebrate 55 years of marriage on Thanksgiving Day. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? And he married me and took on two little boys, and he adopted Darren and Rick about five weeks before our son Steve was born. And then we had Kathy three years later. And my children are just incredible. They're really wonderful, wonderful people. I've got 10, we've got 10 beautiful grandchildren and we're expecting our first great grand in December. And um, the rewards are just remarkable. And it all credit to Jesus Christ. Hmm. 
if there were a, a brief message, you know, sometimes on books, Suzanne, there's the title and then there's a, a subtitle underneath. So under blessed, yep. rape, from rape to redemption yeah. to rewards, would there be a yeah. subtitle? And if so, what would that subtitle say? Well, I have to be honest, I haven't thought of that. Because I kind of thought from rape to redemption to reward was the subtitle. Ah, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Along those lines, would there be an underlying message, a theme that would run through the entire book? I believe that it, I believe it would be that we serve a God we can trust. We have a Lord that loves us beyond anything we could hope for or imagine. And if we would just acknowledge that and lean into that and be in his love letter, the Bible, Every single day. You know, when we were interviewing uh, George Barna on the Good Life radio program several years ago, I was staggered by his statistic of saying that only 5% of committed Christians are in the Word of God on a daily basis. Only 5%. And Danny, I really believe that's where people miss out. Because it is a love letter. And I believe that my commitment to read from his word every day has just, it's the answer to what this book is going to share. And um, I just, I really feel that he blesses when we get into his love letter. So trust in the Lord, acknowledging his, the depthlessness of his love and being in the word of God on a daily basis and then reaching out and asking for him to use me, wanting that. I, I hope that I can inspire people with that thought with this book. Because God would love to use people. And there are people that could do amazing things. But many of them are stopped by thinking, I don't know how. And so that prayer takes the responsibility off of me. And it puts it on God's leading. And I think that's what makes a difference. So here's your message, or at least a, a snapshot of it. Sometimes in books, Suzanne, at the end of the book, or sometimes at the end of chapters, there are reflective questions that allow us to digest yes. what, was, what was delivered in the pages before. If, if there were pages, or maybe one page, at the end of the book, with uh, a few questions. What questions do you feel would have to be included? 
Danny, you're catching me off guard. You have to remember, Dan Chun said, I'm the most unanalytical person he's ever met. So I haven't really thought of that, but I do want to close with a prayer to receive Christ. I want that to be in, available for anyone that doesn't yet know Christ. But I ask your forgiveness. I haven't really thought about that. Do you have some suggestions? Well, no, I, I, I it, it, it's really whatever would come out of your heart and your spirit. And it may be not, it, it may not even need any questions. It's just, a, a moment of deep reflection, just reading. I, you know me, Suzanne, sometimes just thoughts pop into my head and I, I sort of go with it when we're having our conversation. So, uh, Yes, you so no, do it well. When you think of family and friends, Suzanne, is there something that you would like to say in a way that hasn't been said before? Hmm. Well, we need to treasure our family and our friends. And I believe we need to live out Christ before them as best we can. Because someone accused me, Linda Fulton accused me of oozing Jesus. And I thought, what a beautiful compliment. I like that. And um, I really try and be even to family, even with friends, to kind of be the hands and feet of Jesus. Because to me, that's why we're here. That's why we're put on this earth. And my goodness, I am surely blessed with both family and friends. My my family birth my Hanai family, and wonderful friends. But just, and the other thing, Danny, you'll appreciate this because you're still so young, but the older you get, get up into the late 70s and the 80s, you, you just appreciate life so much more. You appreciate your faith and your relationship with Christ. And you soften in many, many ways. And that's another beautiful gift from God. And so you're not so busy thinking about your needs or what you want. You want to just uh, be a blessing to as many people as possible. To hear you say that, after years of walking with the Lord, after years of of living life, what a treasure, what a treasure, mm. Suzanne Maurer. You have a platform that very few people have. And when we talk about the state of our world today, the state of our nation, or uh, there's, there's, there, there are wars, there's contention, there is a unsettledness within people's own hearts. There, there, are, there are little wars that are going on in our own yes. Oh, yes. heart. 
Yes. But you have a platform to speak into that that few have. What well, is it that you would say my, in, in a moment of contention? My heart aches for the evil in the world today. And we need to get back to biblical. Uh, I wish we could have more Bibles in the schools. Um, but we we really are facing a time of evil versus good. And honestly, I'm shocked by it. Uh, Danny, I didn't realize, our, I knew our educational system was in trouble, but I didn't realize it was to the depth that it is. And we need to confess our sins as a nation. We need to turn from our evil. And if we'll do that, he will hear us, but we don't do it. And I'm, I'm just amazed at the deception that people are, have sunk into. Uh, and that's all evil. It's not from the Lord. And so my heart's prayer is, please, Lord Jesus, help us know how can we confess our sins? How can we turn this ship that is just sinking around? Because I feel like I'm I'm reading in Jeremiah or Ezekiel, and I'm feeling like we're living in Old Testament days with the things that are going on. And it's heartbreaking. And I have to say, I'm very saddened by the church. I just don't think the church has stepped up and is doing their job of directing us to back to the word and, and to confess our sins and acknowledge our sins. So it's a very difficult time. And, um, it's very frightening for me, for my grandchildren and their children. Um, but we need Jesus. Yes, yes. Yes, Suzanne. A couple more questions, and then I want to ask if you would pray. Of course, we yes. would want Suzanne Maurer to pray. <laughs> Thank Someone you. Someone may wonder, how can she still believe or trust in God after giving so much to people and those with ALS and now having ALS herself? What would you say? That is just, that is just simply a gift from God. The peace that passes all understanding, you can't earn it, you can't request it. It's just an out-and-out out gift from the Lord, and that is what has sustained me. And again, he and I are on a journey together. He's with me every step of the way, and that just gives me encouragement and courage. It's a joy. And but all the most challenging part for me in writing a book, Danny, is to make sure that God gets all the credit. It really doesn't have a whole lot to do with Suzanne Maurer. It's what God is doing in my life and how God is using me. And that's where all the credit goes. So I'm I'm just overwhelmed with great gratitude gratefulness 
and uh, excited to be teaming with my Lord and Savior. All glory to God. Yep. Suzanne, do you, do you have a, a favorite scripture verse? Well, uh, I've adopted the scripture from uh, Isaiah for my walk, and it is, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that's from Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10. Suzanne, in in the spirit of that verse, and in the spirit of all that the Lord has led you to share in this precious time that he has given us together. Will you please pray for our dear listener who, whose heart may be open, whose heart is reaching out, whose heart may be hurting, or whose heart is longing for hope? Suzanne, would you pray, please? I'd be honored. Heavenly Father, Thank you for this opportunity. And may I start by asking for blessings for every person that listens to this broadcast. And Father, you've heard from my testimony, my dependence on you. So I ask today, Lord, that you would cause myself and Danny, Chaz, our listeners, to seek you, to reach out to you, to ask you to just look at our heart and change our heart if it's not pleasing to you. But, Father, we want to be known by you. We want to love you. Please help our listeners to understand the value and the importance of being in the Word of God daily. It isn't really a matter of how much you read, but to open that love letter of yours, Father, and then bless them as they read. And, Father, help them acknowledge how much you love them, that you will never leave them or forsake them. You are a God we can trust, and you want to be blessing. You are delighted to bless our lives. So wherever these people are today, I just thank you that that they have listened, that they have heard. And I pray that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you might touch them, anoint them in a way, give them a flutter, something that they can consciously realize that you have touched them, you love them, and your arms are outstretched them to come running into your arms of love and join in teamwork with you for the rest of their lives. And I so thank and praise you for the Good Life Radio, for Danny, for all he's doing, the book that he, you have written through him that's coming out. Father, you are such a good God, and we love you beyond words because you first loved us. 
And I ask in the priceless name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Encouraging words from Suzanne Maurer. Share this podcast with a friend or family member. God's timing is perfect. If you haven't done so, perhaps this is the moment for you to open your heart to Jesus Christ. Go to thegoodlifewithdanny.com for next steps and resources to share. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Galatians 6, verse 9, And let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. It's always a blessing to be with you. Thank you to Suzanne Maurer. Until next time, along with my technical producer, Chaz Ontai, social media director, Luke Yamashiro, and guest coordinator, Jan Yi. I am Danny Yamashiro. Remember, there is always hope in Jesus as you share his love with someone today. You've been listening to The Good Life with Danny Yamashiro. We aim to offer Christ's hope in the face of life's challenges, providing encouragement with inspirational stories for you to share. To learn more about this radio podcast and access features 24-7, visit thegoodlifewithdanny.com. Until next time, on behalf of Danny Yamashiro, may God richly bless you with The Good Life.